one of the things, one of the things that we were asked to talk about today, one of our listeners, Cathy, got in touch with us asking us to discuss the fact that Jason Momoa, who is Aquaman, have you seen Aquaman? It's one of those uh, Marvel DC uh, superhero type uh, action flicks, um, that he is getting body shamed online because he is fat now and has a dad bod Um I don't know if you've seen Jason Momoa. He, he looks pretty good to me. Uh, but what do you think? Have we lost the plot? Is it insane to be shaming someone who looks as good as him? Uh, have men's body standard standards changed? Have you been fat shamed? Do you, do you know what we're talking about here? Um, but equally, like, what is it with the body fascists? Oh, you have cellulite. Oh, you have a, 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 a stomach. Oh, you have something that isn't perfection. The culture of perfection, lads, that's not a goal. That's a, that's a trap. Uh, and Mike is on the line. Mike, you, fair play to you, have lost almost 20 pounds over the last while. What do you reckon about the idea of fat shaming? Have you seen Jason Momoa? Have you seen the body pictures that, that people are giving out about? I, I have, Taylor, and, and hello. Hello. And <laughs> how are you today? Um, I, I, I've seen the pictures, and first of all, I think it's hilarious that anybody could actually be saying that that's body shaming for a start or fat shaming. You know, Jason Momoa is sat there on the beach uh, in a picture and there are millions, well, millions of women and men worldwide thinking rude thoughts looking at the picture. He, you know, he, you. he's a fine figure of a man. Um, what, I, what I will say is this this body shaming, fat shaming, I, I would say bandwagon, I've spoken to you before about this, that I, I think we, we get into where somebody said, he's got a dad bod. What's wrong with having a dad bod? Or did that person say anything wrong? Did, did that person shame him? Or did the person who read it and said, oh, this is body shaming, is that person the person who's wrong? You know, uh, where's his ab- abs gone? He had abs. You know, someone's asked the question of where they've gone. I'm sure, know, he had a beard I'm, and I'm sure he still has question. abs under a, a small layer of a tummy. Um, but but like here's the thing, I, I, and I don't I don't like the dad bod thing because what's supposing he even does have a bit of a dad bod? What's wrong with having a dad bod? The guy is in his forties or whatever he is. What what does it what does but, but it that, matter? That, that was my question. What's wrong with a dad bod? And nothing. if you accept there's nothing wrong with it, then why was it shaming? Yes. Well, you know, well and, I and oh, I think it was designed to be shaming. Uh, uh, well, um, but you know, should he be it, shamed by that? That's a different question. Absolutely not. You know, I have a. I, I'm in my fifties. I have a dad bod. I, I, you know, I look down now and I don't exactly see my feet. Uh, I see a belly first, and then my, my feet if I lean forward a little bit. There, there's. I, I, I think we're, we're going down the road where we're, we're getting every time somebody makes a comment about somebody else. It's a shaming comment ah, now. And I see I, where you're and going. I, yeah, okay. And, and, I, and I do think that, especially on fat and on size, um, that it's a dangerous road to go down because it's, you know as well as I do, if somebody makes a comment about somebody's skin colour mm-hmm. or height maybe or other things that you should and everybody does jump right on top of them and say, no, that's out of order. Okay. This this fat shaming thing. Uh, the last time I spoke to you about this was about the the lady on the cover of the magazine, the plus ah, size model, Tess Halliday. Yeah, I remember. Uh, and, and and the conversation was around: 
are we, by saying it's fat shaming to actually point out that she is overweight, are we normalising being overweight and, and are we setting that as a goal instead? When you're, you're a medical practitioner, you know as well as I do that above a certain weight on a certain frame with a certain musculature and, and things and other things, it starts becoming um, a health problem and it can get to the point where it's a very critical health problem. It can, uh, but, but I would I would say that those are two separate things, Mike. Because I, I agree with you. Obviously, if you're if you're very heavy, it, it, it is detrimental to your health. And but parking that, I don't think the people who are given out about people who are overweight are unduly cared about are unduly caring about that person's no, health. I, I, I think and they're I being insulted. I think it's an, yeah, it's an insult. It's it's not designed to go. Oh, bless the poor fella's health could be at risk. They're kind of going. Oh, look at him now. He was all in amazing shape, and now he's he's got like love handles and a bit of a tummy. And I agree completely with you. I, I, you know that's that's exactly where it starts. But then the opposite side swings in and says, well, you can't say anything about people being overweight. And, and I would choose overweight as being one of the exceptions because that is something that most people can control, not everybody. And it is down to lifestyles and things like that. I, I think that we're at risk of being so PC about these things that actually you can't mention it anymore. And before you know it, in 15 years' time, 20 years' time, it's normal or, or, or it's considered one of the norms to be obese. If you like. I, I, and I have been, uh, I, I'm probably, I am still overweight. I have been on the border of obese. You know, I, I, think, I think it's different. If, if I'm walking down the street and a stranger points at me and says, you're fat, actually probably wouldn't bother me. I think the stranger was a bit weird. To, Christ, to if I walked down the street me. and a stranger pointed at me and said, you're, you're fat, I, I don't think I am that fat, but, but if a stranger pointed at me and said, well, you're fat, I'd be insulted. I would be very insulted. Well, no, I, I would say, well, I am. I, I can't be insulted about something that I am. You know, I, I don't see how people are insulted about something that they are. Um, you know, I can do something about it. I have done something. I would, I would be a bit of an Oprah. I'd be up and down in my weight. And I hear all what you're saying, Mike. Supposing, supposing someone had a, a disfiguring scar on their face, right? That's something that they are. If somebody walks by and goes, and it's ugly, let's just say it's actually disfiguring. It's an ugly scar. And someone walks by them and says, look at your ugly scar on your face. Like, they can't deny that it's there, but is that not, does, surely it's not acceptable. And I know what you're saying about no, PC, it, and I agree with you about the, you know, I'm, I'm, PC I'm, to an extent that sometimes, it, it, you know, I don't, I, I'm quite a proponent of free speech, but why insult people? What, what, why? I'm not suggesting it's acceptable. Why, is, why should that be okay? That the person is weird for saying it, and yeah. it is absolutely <laughs> not acceptable. I just wouldn't necessarily react to it myself, and other people would react in different ways. It's absolutely not acceptable. And, and, and actually, that, that was my point. While, while I'm in my private capacity, I'm walking down the street, someone points at me and says, you're fat. That's, that's not acceptable in any fashion. Not, and in no. fact, I, I, I said, I've said this before, it, it's, it's actually bullying. Oh, it totally and, is. It's bullying. You're absolutely by right. Mi- by calling it by a term like fat shaming or body shaming, I think it dilutes down the fact that it's actually bullying. What I would say is, if you're a celeb and you make... You know, and, and you put yourself out there, and, and actually, somebody probably took the picture with a telephoto lens of Jason Momoa. But if you if you're a celeb, you're going to get comments. It's different. You you have 
people who will make comments, won't make comments. But I don't think you have the same sort of right to complain as such if you're making your millions out of out of being a celeb in, in the in the uh, public eye. But I I, I, ju- I just think that actually it's it's a bullying item. It is a and bullying item. I think item. we're normalising it slightly. We're dumbing it down, if you like, by calling it fat shaming, body shaming, making it. I think that's just a a modern word. Do you know what I mean? Like we talk about, you know, the woke karate. There's there's loads of modern words that have come in like fat shaming and body shaming or what have you. But it is, it's all, you're right, it is bullying, but it is, it's insulting and it's demeaning. And I know what you're saying, well, he's making his money out of being in the public eye. I'm no Jason Momoa, but I'm slightly in the public eye. And people sometimes tweet about me and they tag me in things and they could be tweeting mad insults and, and and as to my face, more or less, because these I'm notified of them. But as if I'm not there, people in the public eye are still people. Like they're not, they're not, they're not. I mean, and obviously he's a you know, you know, international superstar. I am not that. But what I'm saying is, random strangers uh, would say insult. You still kind of feel it. And I don't think I don't think that the ability to do that has changed people. I think you know that same person who does that to you or to somebody else thought that when there wasn't a Twitter or an Instagram yeah. to put it onto. It, it hasn't changed people. It's changed the ability to put it out there anonymously. And, you know, it, it's the more craven type of person For who sure. can do that now. You know, none, none of that, or rather all of that, is is where we're moving towards. And it's unfortunate in ways and fortunate in other ways. That's fine. I, I think... I think the dumbing down of of, of I, I think it's more than a new phrase. I think it is a, a you think it's a, a minimizing watering I, down yeah. and okay. minimizing. Fair. If Fair. I was to take two children at school, and Johnny was accused of bullying Mark, that's one thing, you know. And you think if he was accused you, you of fat shaming, bullying, bullying would be yeah. No, I, okay. I know. I you take know, your I, point I, about I, the minimizing. And look, no, thank. And, and I do appreciate you for coming on and, and speaking to me, Mike. And thank you for that. You're making very good points. Loads of people getting involved. Philip says uh, Jason Momo may have a bit of a six pack, but I reckon I have the full keg. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Sharon says I've seen the pick. If that is a dad bod, a lot of women may feel that they got a raw deal because their dad bods don't look the same. And Tony says, ah, Jesus, if that's a dad bod, I am in serious bother. Yes, men do experience weight gain after the birth of a child. 21st century men contribute massively in the home to rearing children. It is only natural that the gym, etc. Uh, uh, goes out the window. Uh, Bridget says, I would have his dad bod any day. What are people like? Get a life. Stop shaming others. Um, I totally agree. I also think... We, we we get it wrong. We get it wrong what's attractive in other people, don't we? we? We we're way too hard. We think that if you if you're carrying a few pounds or if you have any minor anything that isn't perfect, that somehow you're not attractive. Rubbish. People are drawn to people for all sorts of reasons and people are drawn to people of all shapes and sizes. And the biggest erogenous zone in the body is your brain. Your brain is drawn to other people for whatever reason and, and this is this is we're losing the plot, I think. But Rob is on the line. Rob, what do you make of this fat shaming? Now, just to put context on this, you at one point were twenty stone in weight and are now twelve and a half stone. So you you've walked the walk both ways, heavy and light. Yes. Um, and <laughs> thank you. I, I think that the comments have been funny about Jason Momoa. And I think the, the one thing to point out is most people acknowledge how ridiculous some of the comments were that were being made. 
Um, I think one of my favourite ones that I read the other day was from a lady saying, if that's a dad bod, point me in the direction of all the dads. <laughs> it's, it's quite, it is quite ridiculous, some of the comments. But yeah, I, I certainly, and I think I was saying to, to Claire earlier, I probably um, have come across the body shame inside of things even more so after I lost weight than rather when I had the weight. And it, it can work against you sometimes because Ex- now I get more stick explain. for actually being... Yeah, explain to me. So so when you were a heavier lad, people didn't say much about that, but now no, they're slagging and, you. And, and at, yeah, at, at times I wish I wish they did because I might have done it 20 years ago, but I would tend to get more stick now from from people for actually looking after myself, if you know what I mean, or, or, or working out or being careful what you're eating, what you're drinking or not drinking. And that tends to be more of a joke now where, like, when you're overweight, people wouldn't sometimes don't even say that to you. They, they, they wouldn't even acknowledge the fact that you're overweight, even though you know you are. But, um, yeah, I, I, I get at the other end now that, you know, people are, are more quick to point out that, oh, you're not eating this or you're not eating that or look at you, you're not even drinking or whatever it might be. So it, it can be funny like that, that it's nearly the opposite effect. Yeah, people are so past remarkable. I don't really understand. I, I don't feel it is my role in anyone's life, apart from perhaps my children, to kind of steer their course at all to tell them to do, you know, lose weight, gain weight, anything. I don't, I don't think... Like, certainly with my friends and, and family, I, I wouldn't dream of passing no, remarks I, like this because it's, it's not my business. Did, did we, did we, have we forgotten the fact that people should mind their own business? Yeah, and I think people are too quick, and especially on, on, on social media platforms, they're, they're quick to, to comment on everything. And, and they feel like they have the right to say what you like. You even mentioned somebody might say something to you or include you in a, in a notification there. Like, but... It's really ridiculous, and they probably wouldn't stand in front of you and say it to you here. So why they feel they can do it on social media is always beyond me. But people are, are easy, you know, keyboard warriors. Yeah. They're, they're well able to hide behind. The internet know, does create a bravery, doesn't it, in people? They're yeah, not really brave, obviously. Yeah. It's kind of cowardice dressed up as bravery, but you know what I mean. Well, it is. It's, it, it is. It, it's total cowardice. And people, you know, it's even going back to, to Jason and the, and the picture of him, like, it's, what is perfection? Like, what are, you, what are you, you know, saying is a perfect body? And most of us have perfect bodies until we compare them with somebody else's. Yeah, comparison, so though, is the root of yourself. all unhappiness. Yeah, it's, and it's once you're happy within, and, and I know Claire had said to me, like, would you take your top off on the beach? I probably wouldn't two years ago, and I probably would now, but still, I wouldn't be too open about it i'd have to be in a you know in a, in a fairly private area maybe in a private pool or wherever i still wouldn't be that comfortable you know even after losing all the way you know showing off my dad bod that i have now um and that's probably just from confidence and stuff like that but that can come from people you know saying things to you or what they're going to say to you or will they say sometimes it's, it comes from within that you think they might say something so you know, you tend not to, to yeah. show it off as such. I don't understand. But the other thing, and it, it boils down, like you see it because it's the Love Island phenomenon as well and all those people with, you know, incredible exactly. abs and they've got boob jobs and they've had their lips pumped and, they, you know, they've had all these things done to themselves to try and look a certain way. And, and, and many of them look very attractive. But the truth that nobody tells us is some people fancy people who are skinny. Some people fancy people who are curvy. Some people fancy people who are tall. Some people fancy people who are short. Like we, we're like a licorice all sorts. Do you know what I mean? And, and what we're drawn to 
isn't any one thing and and you know i i, I it's in the eye of the beholder like and and it, it it's very varied so so trying to mold yourself to some ideal is kind of stupid yeah, I mean, health, I'm parking health burn. here. I'm talking about aesthetics all the time here because that's where this shaming exactly, thing yeah. is coming from because this is not and about his it, health. I think it's a different issue. I know Michael was speaking about obesity and body shaming and it is it is a separate issue. There is a health aspect to it and there is the, the bullying or the body shaming side of it as well. And back to being attractive, most people are attracted to people for their personality, yeah. how they make them laugh, how yeah. they talk to them, everything else. So... I totally um, agree. I think the most, the, the best thing you can have going for you is a bit of confidence. If you have that, you, you, you that, that is a wonderful, and actually, and, and I shouldn't have even said that because if you're shy, some people fancy that too. You know what I mean? So, so we yeah, all have exactly. something. And everybody's and, and, different. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, fair play to you though. I mean, from a health point of view, you've done incredible work and, and I feel absolutely, but I'm sure, Rob, you were attractive whether you were big or small or any of those things. And I just think people should. Well, I hope so. Zip it. Myself and Yvonne are 20, 20 years together. Ah. Even when I Back then, I was probably overweight, so she something may have um, made me attracted to her. I don't think it was my my body at the time, and well, so you never. And just one other thing as well. Just one other thing as well. People always say to both myself and Yvonne how inspirational we are, but those two ladies, Pamela and Grant, uh, that were on beforehand, those two ladies are totally inspirational. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I was, I, I, I didn't even have the words, but you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. And Rob, fair play to you as well. Thank you for coming on. I love talking to you. Um, Philip is also on the line. Philip, what do you think about dad bods? I'm all for dad bods. (laughs) I'm all for dad bods too. I think they're cool. Um, what did you make of him being shamed though for having the, the slightest hint of flab? Um, I, um, I just think, when people are looking at the movies and they're looking at the pictures of him in the lifestyle magazines and all the rest of it, they don't think take into account that he probably has an S in a week when those photos are yeah. being taken. Yeah, and maybe his, been airbrushed. He has had, he's had no water intake. He's probably brought his his body uh, fat index down to like you know seven or eight percent, which is not healthy. Like no one could live like that. Yeah. So if he's having his weeks or his days off. No doubt he's going to go and he's going to eat and he's going to drink and he's going to lashing the three or four litres of water, which is all going to go straight to the, to the tiny little belly that he has. And in fairness to him, he's six foot four. The internet says he's got he's 235 pounds normally. and Or no, he's 214 pounds normally. He goes uh-huh. 235 for rolls. And like, at his heaviest, his body fat is 13%. Like, he's not coming near any range for no. being fat or for, no. you know, uh, he, you know this better than me. Well, I do, but but I I also part of me wants to rebel, and 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 you know I would actually rather go out with somebody who enjoyed their food than somebody who didn't eat. You know, like th- 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 there's nothing more boring than somebody who's obsessed with with you know. Oh God, I I had celery for lunch, so I better not eat again. Today. Like, like that 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 this culture of of perfection is is detrimental to us all. Perfection is not the goal. In fact, it is probably the enemy because it gives people neuroses and everything. And and I don't. Do you remember the ultimate hell week on RT when the Rangers brought the fittest people in Ireland for a week? And I do not, but tell me. So um, they put them through their paces and we were all following it on TV and uh, they were dropping out as things were going on. But one of the comments that the Rangers made uh, in relation to these fittest, I don't know, was there 10 maybe at the start or 12, that um, they weren't able for it. They were too fit. They had no um, body fat to keep them warm when they were doing the cold challenges. They didn't have reserves built up in them. They like they were actually too fit 
to be useful in a survival show. Right. Which so I thought was really, really interesting. So what we need is a few, a few lads with a layer, layer of, layer of fat underneath the skin. Keep them going. Yeah, no, it doesn't have to be sixteen stone of it, but you know, like it's it's a useful thing to have as well. Um, you know, uh, yeah. for you know those kind of things. If you if you are going into a really heavy few weeks or months in work, and you you just you know it's no yeah. harm to have a reserve. Yeah. Um, you also like, no want like I always was reassured when I when I when I had kids or when I was a doctor if a baby was a bit plump. Do you know that kind of way? Because you knew that that baby, if they got sick, would have a bit of a reserve there, whereas a skinny yeah. baby was in trouble if they got sick. And so there is a certain amount of body fat that is protective. And I, I think we forget that. I just also think that we have this idea that only one type of body or one type of person is attractive is nonsense. And, and, and to be that attractive person, you have to be 24, perfectly tanned, not an ounce of fat on you, perfectly muscular. You know, who 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 decides that? And 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 are the rest of us all on the on the scrap heap? And and if you look at sport, um, um Maradona for one was not small. No, nope. wasn't much small in height, but he wasn't small in weight. Yeah, and uh, Bomber Liston, one of the greatest footballers, not a small man uh, by any standard, modern or previous. Yeah, um, and like they were all just experts at their fields or in their fields. No, yeah. and it didn't rely on them being big, smaller, and different. Yeah, well, look, I, I think I think we're just way too hard on each other, is what I reckon. But look, thank you for speaking to me. Brian says, uh, when my wife and I would be watching the famous and the beautiful on screen, she might be fawning over a six pack or other on some actor, as opposed to my twelve pack. My usual comment is, would someone not feed that one a burger? Uh, and what is all this nonsense about to be uh, supposedly a, a perfect actresses and actors' bodies? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, and someone says, Kira, I was once cycling out to. Hoth and a guy shouted at me move out of the way you fat bitch. I was 18 and a size 14. Destroyed my confidence. Uh, people make these comments and it can ruin someone's relationship with their body. Yeah, I think being insulted like that can actually be very undermining but equally you have to have some inner resource knowing that that you are more than a number on the scales. Everybody is. Uh, Orla's on the line. Orla, what do you reckon about Jason Momoa's body? I can't oh, say that yeah. without smiling <laughs> into the microphone. <laughs> um, hi, Kira. Um, I, I suppose I just want to start by saying I'm not perpetuating any kind of body shaming or bullying or anything like that. I don't agree with the commenting on people's body shapes or sizes at all, uh-huh. um, particularly young people, um, because they're so self-conscious. But I do think it's time to stop tiptoeing around the fact that we as a nation have become very overweight and um, it just struck me when I was watching I just came across a video of this outdoor gig 30 years ago in 1986 and it showed the audience and it just struck me as I was watching it that not one person in the audience was overweight Yeah, and I thought if you roll that on to today um, I, I don't you, you, you just couldn't say the same thing and I think it's there's a there's a growing acceptance in our society that it's okay to be severely overweight, and even just a few comments, you know, in the media about you know sexy party body. Can mind. I just say, Orla, would you would you? I don't know if you're moving around with your phone because you're kind of coming and going. If you could just try and keep it in the one place, it would be very helpful. But but keep talking. Oh, um, it's. 
So it's just, and I, you know, and I agree, it's not all about how you look or about your body. And, uh, you know, people are far from perfect. And I don't think anyone is perfect. And I'm far from perfect. But I think from a health point of view, there's an acceptance out there that being overweight is okay. Yeah. And I, that we need to embrace the curves, embrace the weight, and not comment on it to anybody and tiptoe around. But yet, if you reverse the scenario, as your last caller said, he got more stick when he started living healthily and he got more slagging and stick for being um, conscious about what he ate and exercising and being healthy. And I think as a society, and it ties in with the whole alcohol acceptance as well, that we have this um, mindset in this country where it's okay to be excessive about food, I, about I, drink. I do know where you're going, Orna. I completely know where you're going. And I agree with you that, that obesity is a risk factor for health. I, 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 100%. And I, and I also agree with you that, that we're getting heavier as, as, as a people, uh, not just us, but around the world. The Western world is doing such a thing. But I don't really, I think that's a separate sort of an issue because I don't really think anyone was looking at Jason Momoa's tummy and going, I wonder now, you know, that central obesity, if, if his cardiovascular system is under pressure. I don't think that's what was being said. I think they were shaming him, yes, for, for being less sexy than he was before because he, he's not as ripped as he was. And, and I think that's just insulting. And a lot of people do struggle oh, yeah. with their weight. And I don't think shaming people encourages them to lose weight. If anything, I, I, I think the oh, opposite absolutely. might be true. I, oh, absolutely. I didn't even see the, the, the picture. And I, I'm not even familiar with the beginning of the conversation on what it was based on about Jason and all of that. And I, as I started um, saying that I'm not perpetuating any kind of thing like that, but I think it does spill over into an, a general acceptance of um, people being overweight and that it's, you know, people are jumped to the defense of people or of the general acceptance that it's okay to be overweight or obese yeah. and I think as a nation we're in a crisis and I think it's time to to have more acceptance for people who want to live healthily I do know what you, I, I see the point you're making about health and about trying to promote yeah, health and, and, and I, I, that it's tied in with the whole alcohol acceptance as well and they're, they're both kind of tied in you know yeah look thank you thank you for talking to me I do appreciate it it's great no to hear problem. all the different points of view thank you Orla uh, someone says Kira, the one way to sort out this body shaming is underneath the photo of Jason Momoa there should be a picture of the photographer the reporter and the editor in their underpants who put this picture out there and that's from Dermot in Limerick someone else Kira just saw Jason Momoa's picture he has a great healthy physique I have a belly that I'm trying to get rid of but if I got his down to his stomach fat level I would be delighted always going to be trollers online someone says Kira, I got fat shamed by a six year old girl at a Christmas party I was dressed up as Santa and she shouted at me with my fake beard and fake belly I was disgusted I pointed out to her that while well, the beard was indeed fake the belly was bought and paid for and all mine uh, and someone else says Kira, absolutely right no one has the right to comment on anyone else's body ever I have anorexia I get loads of comments about my body, but your body is your body. How dare people feel entitled to feel as if they can comment on a body that isn't theirs? It genuinely baffles me. Body shaming, body shaming in general, so wrong. And Hazel, I like this one, says, Kira, I have a mum bod, not a dad bod, a mum bod. Uh, and that's because I've had three people living inside me for three years. Yay to that. Uh, let's take a break. We don't know where we're going. You tell us. 53106. We're live on Unscripted here on Lunchtime Live with Kira. Uh, we'll go wherever you like. 
we have been talking about Jason Momoa. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's the actor that plays Aquaman, the superhero. He has been photographed uh, in his swimming shorts and um, has a bit of a tummy and uh, looks pretty damn good. But that's neither here nor there. People are shaming him for it and saying, look, he's gone to fat. He has a dad bod now. And I'm asking, what's wrong with first of all, having a dad bod? And second of all, why do people feel the need to be this kind of body fascist about other people's bodies? James says, Kira, I disagree with your caller. Orla, I don't believe we are accepting obesity by not fat shaming. I think we have moved past the shaming and bullying, which is how we used to treat those who are different. Uh, I think encouragement and positivity rather than stigmatising is the way forward. I do think that if you are somebody who's overweight and people insult you for it. That is not necessarily any kind of an encouragement to lose weight. I suspect people go home and eat because they feel hurt and upset and emotional eating is part of all of this. Uh, but Joe is on the line. Joe, what do you reckon about fat shaming? Well, talking about fat shaming, the medical profession and, you know, I mean, encouraging people, you know, not questioning that they're overweight, not pointing out that their kids are obese, not saying to them, you know, you really are obese. You take our leading killers, that's heart attacks and stroke. There's a growing and the doctors who say these diseases are entirely reversible and avoidable, along with type 2 diabetes, by eating a sort of pretty much a plant-based diet with little or no meat. And okay. You as a doctor, what's your opinion? Do you think that, you know, heart attacks and strokes in the, in the populations that eat, you just say eat meat three, four times a month or fish three, four times a month, and unprocessed whole plant food, they seem to get no heart attacks. Cancer is not so good, maybe 60% less. And diabetes is almost type 2. Type diabetes is almost existent. I mean, is this the message we should be giving out that our biggest killers are actually look like they're related to the food we're eating in our supermarkets? Are you asking me what I think? You well, would you agree or disagree? I mean, what's your experience as a doctor? I mean, of course, doctors don't really get trained in nutrition. That's the other point as well. I, I, I don't know how many hours you would have done in would have been much of your course when you got qualified. Typically, I mean, the doctors don't get trained. Uh, in I, I hear you and I've heard it said about four million times, the exact same thing. What I would say to you is after my course finished, I did work for 20 years in clinical practice. So um, it's not like you, you stop learning the day you leave college. What I would say to you about this is, yes, there's loads of evidence to suggest that a plant-based diet is the most beneficial in terms of your health. But that's a kind of a separate issue to people insulting people for the shape of their body, no? It is indeed. But I did hear you reference that, you know what I mean, when a baby was born, if the baby was a bit plump, you know, you felt that maybe that wasn't totally negative thing. As no, a no, not, no, no, I went further. I said I thought it was a good thing. Yeah, it was a good thing. Well, I mean, that was your own feeling. Have you actually clinical trials? Have you evidence, you know what I mean, <laughs> apart from your own you know what I mean, experience. But actually, is there actually hard evidence to say that? Are you asking? Just, are you? Are you? Are you asking me, Joe? Have I conducted a clinical trial? Have I done a randomised controlled trial? No, no, I'm not asking you that. But I'm just saying to you: is, how, Can you reference these trials that say that? You know what I mean? Because you, you've just said that. Okay. You know what I mean? I, 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 you, I, you're. Um, I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. Are you a, a, a low fat, a low carb, high fat um, advocate? A, a low carb, high fat? No. What, what 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 kind of diet do you follow yourself? Well, I mean, <clears throat> I have my own eating problems. I eat maybe too much. So, um, no, I, I don't think... I mean, a low-carb, high-fat, that's quite a popular diet at the moment. Tis, tis. Um, but, I mean, no, I, I, I would be low-fat, maybe, you know, in just most, you know what I mean, try a plant-based diet where possible. 
that's where I'd be going, you know. So you're going plant-based. Look, I, I hear you. And, and, and I, 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 the reason I was asking that question is you struck me as somebody who was kind of uh, passionate about their diet. And, and I, 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 I understand where you're coming from. And there is no question right, that that being a normal body weight is good for your health. And there is no question that if you eat rather than eating meat seven days a week, it, it is, it is a, a more predominantly plant-based diet that is most beneficial to our health. There's no question of any of that. I totally agree with you. That is an issue around health. And, and, and there's, I'm not going to argue it because because it is the case. But that doesn't necessarily mean that every time somebody insults somebody and goes, hey, fatty, that, that they're actually looking out for their health. I don't believe that they are. I think a lot of the time when people insult people, for some reason, being overweight is heavily stigmatised in our society and people are told that they're lesser because of it, that they're less attractive because of it, that they're less, they have a less worth or a less value. And I think those two issues are separate. So whilst I accept what you're saying on health, I don't believe that stigmatising or shaming people for being overweight is an appropriate response to the health issue because actually I think it is the opposite that is true because if you turn around and say to somebody who's overweight, oh, you big fatty or I can't think of any what insults people might use because I wouldn't use them myself. But if you insult somebody about their weight, I think half the time they go home and they eat the fridge. Yeah, but my my point is not, I'm not disagreeing with that. My point is I don't think the medical profession are doing enough to reverse our diseases through uh, asking people to change their diet. They, re- they tend to give them, for blood pressure typically, you tend to get pills for blood pressure for the rest of your life. Whereas in most cases, your blood pressure can be brought back to a normal rate by changing your diet, you know, eating less saturated fats. Yeah, most cases you know now I mean? is pushing I, it I, I a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, most cases is probably pushing it there. Like there's a lot of people would have hereditary high blood pressure because of their 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 um, family Gene, and, all, yeah. and their well, age. See, yeah, well, there's credible doctors that say actually these people that have this genetic thing, all that that means is they only eat a little bit wrong and their blood pressure goes up, whereas other people can eat an awful lot wrong and maybe their blood pressure is not affected. So there's a scale of genetics, but they're saying that in almost every case. Even if you're genetically predisposed, if you're really strict on your diet, then you can, in fact, reduce yeah. your I, blood pressure. I, I, I know the mindset that says you are what you eat and you can eat yourself well. And people talk about being able to eat themselves out of heart disease and diabetes and cancer and everything. The, the two single biggest risk factors for your, your health are your age and your genes. And, and that's just the reality. And lifestyle is modifiable and important that we do modify it. I get you. But I, I, there's an element of, of, of kind of zealous about, about judging everybody for how they live their lives that I, I was a doctor. I, I wasn't playing God. I, I, don't, I don't like judging other people for what they do. No, but I'm just saying this. Reversing heart disease, I mean, if you look at Bill Clinton's story, I mean, he ended up with probably the most expensive, the best paid doctors in the world. He had a heart attack, you know what I mean, despite passing his medical every year. Then five, six years later, he needed stents. Yeah. Despite taking the advice, going on, eating everything in moderation, eating a small amount, cutting out the junk food, doing a lot more exercise. In the end, because of his genetics, he actually had to prevent, he actually had to go to a plant-based diet yeah, yeah, but but Joe, the bottom line is, Bill Clinton had had a heart attack because he was a man and he was of a certain age. Like like he can't he can't change sex and he can't he can't get younger. Do you know what I mean? Like it isn't like your diet is important, but it it is it is a misappropriation of the truth to suggest that you can you can fight the body that you have in terms of your age, in terms of your gender, in terms of your genes. Like like you can do a certain amount, but for people who think that they can fix themselves entirely, uh-uh. no, you can't. Well, 
I'm going to disagree with you there because there's, there is some right. parts of the world where people, as I say, through their tradition or whatever, they eat meat and fish just three, four times a month. And these people have zero heart attacks or as close to zero as makes no difference. All right. Look, and do you know what? That's, 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 that's good. And I know what you're talking about blue zones and all that, but we'll, we'll move on, to be honest, because, uh, you know, we could, we, could, we could hammer this point endlessly and it wouldn't be <laughs> interesting to anybody. But look, thank you, Joe. I take your point. I absolutely do. 